Hello and welcome back to Life in North Dallas. We're your hosts, Louis Manto and Eric Manto. Our goal as a channel is to share the most current and exciting North Dallas market trends, quality of life experiences, and areas of interest so that we can be your go-to experts in North Dallas. Come with us as we explore the communities, lifestyles, and people living right here in North Dallas. All right, here we go with another fantastic episode, mm. and we have another great guest with us today. Lewis, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? I'd be happy to. I'm excited for our guest today. You know, he's a very special guest. He's a husband to Taryn and father to three beautiful children. He's been in the education field for over 18 years, starting his teaching and coaching career in Wiley ISD, where he became the head coach of the baseball team. He then moved on to Pilot Point ISD, where he became a principal, and then in 2018, he came to the beautiful Prosper, Texas, and joined Prosper ISD, where he started as an assistant principal at the Prosper High School. He then moved on to open up Rock Hill High School in Prosper as the principal, which opened in the COVID years. And while he was there, he was one of 85 selected in the Texas area for the Charles Butt Foundation. And now he is wash, rents, and repeating by opening up Walnut Grove High School in Prosper, Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, Walnut Grove Principal, Mr. Dustin Toth. Awesome. Thank there you. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. We really appreciate yeah, it. And uh, we're excited to have you here. Yeah. Great. So, golly. You get to uh, redo and reopen a brand new high school in Prosper, Texas. Yeah, doing you it know, all over yeah. again. That is exciting. Uh -huh. And, you know, I know That's huge. opening up a new school is a, a challenge on a good day, right? And these schools that we're building in Prosper are just absolutely beautiful, and they're massive. And, yeah. you know, having the experience of opening up Rock Hill High School mm -hmm. and now going over to Walnut Grove, how's that going so far? Yeah, it's going great. Uh, you know, we're kind of in the middle of hiring season right now. Uh, and so kind of working on, um, you know, just staffing shifts between, you know, obviously the two high schools currently and then Absolutely. within the district. So that's a big undertaking. And then also, you know, hiring our directors, our head coaches, things like that, our office staff. So uh, that's pretty much the – the bulk of what we're doing right now. And then obviously we meet with our kids and our parents quite a bit too, just mm. so they are in the yeah. loop on what's going on. Sure. Um, so it's just kind of constantly kind of moving and going. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, I knew, I know Prosper is a, uh, a great destination for educators and, mm -hmm. and educators are moving around all the time. And when you have a district like ours, that opens up a school now, like every year, yeah. at least a yeah. high school, yeah. middle school, uh, has it been, challenging or relatively easy to find quality staff to to man your building yeah that's a great question so obviously we're in a teacher shortage right now so mm -hmm. um it's hard to say kind of right now because it's so early uh you know we're just kind of in january um you know and, and that really doesn't pick up until maybe march you know when people are kind of start looking yeah. for if they want to change districts or go someplace else i mean we've mm -hmm. had a lot of applicants i mean uh, you know kind of looking at interviews i think i've done probably 70 wow so far wow. uh from December until now. Uh, so, I mean, we've got a healthy pool and we've got a lot of great people that are wanting to come here, you know, because mm -hmm. this is a destination district. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, so I don't, I don't know, you know, that we'll have a lot of challenges. Um, I think there's always in any year, you know, some of the more specialized positions and those are like our career and tech uh, positions that are kind of more specialized, like an engineering or, mm -hmm. 
you know, uh, you know, some of those that are just there's only going to be like two or three people right. that are really qualified to teach those anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And so those will be probably the biggest challenges, you know, to hmm. find. But I'm sure we'll find some good people for them. Awesome. No, absolutely, awesome, absolutely. Yeah, I wanted to. Uh, you know, kind of break the ice on you. What got you into teaching and being a principal and coaching? Kind of what was what was your starting point, right? What was yeah. your philosophy getting into it? Yeah, so, I mean, I went to A&M. Uh, yeah, I played a couple years of junior college baseball. And then okay. uh, while I was there, I was actually uh, wanting to go to law school. And mm-hmm. so it's a funny story because I was going to go to SMU and, you know, had a scholarship to go there for uh, pre-law and was kind of set on it. Then a buddy of mine, he was going to A&M and we started talking about it. So I was like, you know what, you know, why not? And so then I went there, uh, I'm from Ennis. And so a lot of A&M grads that went there. So I, you know, was always something that I thought about. And I got there and still was going to kind of continue that pre-law track. We didn't really have a pre-law at A&M. So you had to Mm -hmm. go into like history or political science or something. So I started doing that. And then I started coaching because I didn't play baseball at uh, at A&M. So I was just, going there as a student and yeah. so then of course the spring season rolls around that was my first time in hmm. 20 years or whatever to not be a part of a season and so <laughs> and I was like I was missing it and so then I went to this private school and honestly just walked up there uh and said met the head coach and said hey you know I played some college baseball and I'd love to just help out any way that I could and started being a volunteer assistant wow uh for them wow, it was awesome. a uh, brian academy was what it was i think we had maybe 100 something students in the whole school <laughs> that's um, awesome and just really fell in love with it and so did that for that first season and then kind of went back uh in the summer and then went back the next year and you know just decided hey i wanted to get in this coaching thing because i think it's something that i really like and um you know, never turned back from then. Changed my major. I was a history major. Changed it to political science, uh, and then also, and then also went on a track to get my master's in curriculum instruction while wow. I was there. So wow. got into that program. So it took me a little longer. I think I had to stay like an extra semester or something. Hmm. Uh, you know, because I had to catch up on some credits. And man, I just went in, and you know, my wife, she, we were high school sweethearts, and she never, she always wanted to be an elementary teacher, hmm. and so she went to North Texas. And so, um, you know, whenever our last year, um, you know, we, we got married uh, as we were finishing college and uh, we're just looking for a place. And I went up to a job fair in Wiley and, <laughs> you know, the principal there, he was an Aggie and said, yes, hey, sir. come on back to my office and let's have a conversation and offer me a job right there. Wow. And wow. That That's was awesome. kind of how it all started. That's you know? so, so cool. Yeah. That's so, awesome. yeah. So, it's funny how things work out. Absolutely. Absolutely. We see, obviously, see a lot of principals that have come up through the coaching ranks, yeah. you know, and, and, yeah. It's good because you've got to be a, a good team player. You've got to know how to work with teams of people. Mm-hmm. So it seems like a natural fit to integrate that coaching mentality and philosophy with working with teachers and kids, et cetera. So do you find that to be a, a pretty good uh, way to kind of position your business, You, if you would oh, say? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know, because that's what good coaches do. You know, they get their teams together. And then, you mm-hmm. know, there's just – especially like with the head coaching background because then you kind of get the administrative side of it because – Sure. You're scheduling trips. Uh, you're working with the booster clubs, or you're, you know, uh, kind of overseeing some finances. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, working with your different parent groups, and then also the time too, because then you get used to that time. Because, it, you know, it's not a Constant. it's not a nine to five job. I mean, it is a, you know, you're going to oh, put yeah. in a time commitment, and so I think yeah, uh, being a head coach, being a coach, kind of prepares you for that world too, because administration is just, you know, almost twenty four seven. You know, you're always kind of oh, on for call. sure. 
Were you uh, at Ennis during the Harrell years oh, yeah. at all? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I love Coach Harrell. So he was uh, probably lived about two blocks from me. Oh, my. So, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, Graham and oh, Zach yeah. and yeah. Uh, all yeah. the boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so, amazing. Yeah, it's funny, too, because I remember when he first came up uh, and was running the spread. So, of course, that was like in 97, <laughs> 98. So nobody, mm-hmm. you know, like people thought he was crazy. And, you know, now everybody's doing it. And, uh, you know, of course, he was kind of one of the pioneers behind oh, that. Absolutely. Um, but sure. just a great man. And I didn't play football in high school, but he always would come up to me and say, hey, you know, we got to. At a spot where you come out, you come out. So I was he, just always classic. in love with baseball. He's, he's a phenomenal coach, yeah. a great man, like you said. And one of his sons coached at Prosper, actually, yeah. during the state championship year, Zach, who's now at Athens. but hmm. And Graham, of course. Well, I, I actually met Graham the first time I was in the yearbook publishing business, and he was on the yearbook staff yeah. at Ennis. Yeah. And, I mean, he went, on to, he went on to Texas Tech and had a great career there. But yeah. he, was, he was a hoot. Even then, he's still a very funny guy. And yeah. I see his dad at – all over town and the coaching clinics, things like that. But he's really cool. That's so awesome. that's awesome that you kind of have that connection. with Yeah. Him. So it, when I was in high school, my my job was to be a lifeguard, and I was at a country <laughs> club, so the heralds would come out there. So I remember Graham when he was, I don't know if he was an eighth grader. He might have been an eighth, seventh or eighth <laughs> grader at that time. And so he was talking, and and I think at that, you know, of course, coaches are always talking about, you know, you're always wondering, are they going to leave if they have good years and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that was the rumor at that time was, well, Coach Harrell was going to leave to go somewhere else. And I remember Graham saying, well, he ain't going anywhere. He wants to coach me so we can win three state championships whenever <laughs> I'm quarterback. And sure enough, that's yeah, what he did, too. Yeah, you know? wow. So, I mean, it was – I just – I remember that. It was it was good, but they're a great family. No, they are. That's awesome. Outstanding. That's really cool. So, again, yeah. keeping it in, in North Texas. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously opening a new school at Prosper, we have the the, the luxury of having these phenomenal buildings being built and the, oh, yeah. the next one better than the last one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what kind of interesting things do we have coming into the, the new high school? Um, you know, I think the overall design is just a little different than obviously PHS hmm. or Rock Hill. I think uh, kind of when you compare Rock Hill with uh, Walnut Grove, uh, Rock Hill is kind of a more modern look. And so when you go in, it's kind of a cleaner, sleeker look, whereas... Oh, yeah. At uh, Walnut Grove, it's more of an industrial look. Uh, hmm. And so hmm. they kind of combined basically kind of the two campuses For sure. in their design. Um, the layout's a little different than each one of them. I think one of there's a couple of cool things I think that people will notice about Walnut Grove. You know, first, they, it's called the Forum. And so kind of if you ever walked out at the Star, they had that big turf area oh, right, right, right outside right. of that, uh, yeah, that stadium. And we kind of have a similar feature at Walnut Grove. So it's on the outside of our cafeteria. There's this big turf opening. Um, and mm. so it just allows for the students to go out there if they Gathering. want to. And yeah. yeah. And there's well, some awesome. seating that's around there, too. So, I mean, yeah. I could see us having a pep rally out there, having just, uh, you know, there's just a lot of things that you could do that's uh, really with that cool. space. So that'll be really neat. And then um, overlooking the commons area and the cafeteria, they're, I call them floating offices, mm-hmm. but they are – uh, collaboration spaces for our kids and so there's about 10 to 12 seats in them and so they are offices and when you get yeah. in them you can look out and you can kind of see down below and you can see the library and you can see the cafeteria oh, wow. and they're on the, they're cool. on the second they are, level yeah so they're, oh, cool. they're cut out so when you're right when you walk in the building you can see like the cutouts of the yeah. office wow wow yeah so that's a really cool feature yeah absolutely. Um, and then we have an I, and i call it esports arena and so it is a okay. it's a place where our esports class will meet. It's right in the center of the school, um, and so it is designed for esports. Uh, wow! And so they have like the computers and the stadium seats for them, and that's uh, cool. Absolutely, that's so cool. and you can look through and you can see it. 
uh, as they're playing. And so there, there's actually some observation areas that are outside of it. So like if the kids are in there in a contest or something like wow. that, you could actually sit out there and you could watch them. That's uh, awesome. As they're playing. That's so awesome. I don't know if you guys ever have – have y'all listened to broadcasts of eSports or anything like that? I haven't. Lewis may I be more uh, in that uh, millennial genre there. Yeah, I haven't listened to too many uh, too many things about it, but definitely we just spoke with Nick Jones, and so yeah. we know that Prosper High School just won the state championship yeah. in eSports. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we're making big big waves up yeah. here in Prosper with the eSports yeah, stuff, which is super time. cool. Yeah, it's a big time thing. I mean, they do it like a professional broadcast, and, Man, and they're that's cool. they're playing, and we're gonna uh, have to check that out. Yeah, they uh, live stream it, uh, you know, out for everybody to listen to. So it's a it's a big time deal, you know. So that's a cool mm. feature uh, that we'll have at Walnut Grove. Well, too. certainly, yeah, you know, awesome. again, my affiliation with with the schools and working in you know, uh, announcing football games, basketball games, whatever. I'm very, yeah. you know, close to what we're doing with technology, and I mean, you know, our campuses are all wired for you know, maximum broadcast mm-hmm. ability. And it's really amazing, yeah. you know, when you sit down with Mr. Hatch or Mr. Logan and they can, and Margie Raper yeah. as well, that, you know, they can really shed a lot of, you know, light on what's happening in the school. But our kids at Prosper ISD get exposure to yeah. some of the greatest technology out there, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's state of the art. And mm. you even look at the, like you talk about the broadcast studio and we'll have people, I know when we were at um, Rock Hill, like Valley Sports came out there and did a story. And they're just always blown away uh, wow. by just what's in there. They're like, we don't even have this in our studio, <laughs> you know. And so even our, our kids, like Grant Johnson, you know, he was the, yeah, the yeah. high school journalist of the year when he was at Rock Hill. And he wow. went up to a prominent broadcasting school mm-hmm. in New York. Mm-hmm. And he even says, like, the it's not even comparable, <laughs> you know, the stuff that they have oh, that's um, funny. compared to what we had at Rock Hill. So I mean, that's it's just wild. crazy the, the that stuff is. that our kids are – the opportunities that they have are just unbelievable. Right, right. That is awesome. And, and it looks like they really take advantage of it because oh, seeing the, the student-produced work that we have mm. is really top-notch. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's a, a testimony to the leadership of our school yeah. kind of fostering that yeah. in there. So, no, sure. that's yeah, really, exactly. really cool. Sure. Um, Lou, why don't you go ahead and take a question there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, what kind of education philosophy are we going to have at Walnut Grove? You know, it's a new school, and so you're going to be able to kind of build that culture and build whatever's – going to be happening there so so yeah. what's the goal there right you know and uh, our goal is always to make it a great place for our kids you know sure. and i think you also tag on to that making it a great place for our staff too absolutely you know, we want to make sure that we're keeping great teachers and uh one of the things that i really talked to you know we just talked about the facilities and talked about some of the cool features that are at walnut grove and hmm. the technology and so really what i encourage our staff to do is be creative uh you know we don't do a traditional sit in your seats and you know, get worksheets out and have yep. the teacher lectures, stuff like kind of like when we were in school, you know, yeah, a lot of that stuff, for sure. you know, is what we were doing. And so <laughs> we, you know, what we do, uh, what we did at Rock Hill and what we'll do at Walnut Grove is really encourage our teachers to get out, you know, use that mm. form space that I talked about, mm, take your yeah. kids out because all they need is a Chromebook. I mean, we have Wi-Fi. It's a strong, Jeez. I mean, there's not going to be any uh, connection issues. So I think just going out there and using those spaces and being creative in, in your instruction, I think that's the, that's uh, going to be our goal each and every day. Uh, yeah, you're not tied absolutely. to a seat yeah, necessarily, yeah. right? Yeah. Can, I mean, it's just so many more opportunities for our kids, and especially to collaborate. I think that's one mm. of the things that you hear about when kids graduate. And they're so used to connecting on social media and not really doing mm. face-to-face conversations and, and those kinds of things anymore. So I think yeah. any opportunities that we can do in school to kind of get them to interact uh, face-to-face and, and get them off for the sure. and, and do something creative, I think is going to help them when they get out. Well, and I know absolutely. that, uh, you know, 
even when my wife was teaching, you know, you know at Rogers Middle School, and there was a, a big push to kind of integrate disciplines within the schoolhouse, you know, math, English, technology. So, you know, you're not just doing physics, but you're kind of putting it all to work, right? Is that is that still kind of the the mentality in the schoolhouse today is really trying to integrate all those facets into one thing so a kid is getting that well-rounded experience. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of cross-curricular things going on. So, yeah, so we encourage our teachers, like if there's a whatever the topic is they're doing in math, you know, maybe that will coincide with something that's going on in social Mm -hmm. studies uh, so that they can kind of uh, see how they both can kind of interconnect, like you're saying. So there's a lot of opportunities for that. And our teachers do a really, really good job at that too. I mean, they'll reach out if, like I said, if somebody's doing something in one of their courses, like, hey, let's go reach out to this department and see what they're doing. If it'll if it'll do something that you know we can work together on, you know, so the kids maybe they go to that class for this part of it and they come to this class for the other part of it, and see how they intertwine. So one thing I know, in fact, uh, you know, Sharon had brought this up to me as well, <clears throat> that you know our schools, even though we live in a community that's growing rapidly, right, the the communities that we pull from are fairly geocentrically located, right? Mm-hmm. You know, what communities are slated to kind of feed into Walnut Grove and, and you know, middle schools and elementaries feeding into them? What's the kind of the 30,000-foot view of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Rogers is our, our uh, only middle school that will okay. feed into it. Okay. Um, and then and elementary, of course, you have Liliana, Johnson, Folsom, uh, Cockrell, um, wow. I what else? There might be Baker, one. maybe. I don't Not know. Baker. Okay, no, that'll still go to uh, kind of the Hayes at Rock Hill track. Um, okay. But I think those four. I'm probably missing one. I'm sure on the elementary side of it. But um, but it's like General Creek, uh, Willow Ridge, Lasima, Tucker Hill. Uh, oh, wow. Those communities right north of 380, uh, Whispering Farms, Whitley Place is going to be a big one in there. Um, like I said, I know I'm leaving a few of them out. Deer Park over there mm. too so yep. um so just kind of that heart of prosper really uh, yeah those communities are really the ones that are going to be going into to walnut grove so. no that's super and that's a that's a pretty active base of parents i know as well and it is <laughs> and they've been awesome too i mean just right from the get-go they've been reaching out hey how can i support you know what can i do um i mean they want to be very very involved and very active and just super positive about everything and you know, it's they awesome. just want it to be a great place for their kids. And, Absolutely. You know, like I told them, I said, hey, you can come up here every day if you want to. I don't <laughs> care. We need all the help we can get, you know, because I think the more parent involvement that we have, the better our kids are going to do. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. they're going to want um, – obviously, they want to do well for their parents, but then also they see the parents and the staff working together, you know, that we're all on sure. the same team and we're just doing what's best for them. So, yeah, uh, so, yeah, so they've been, they've been very, very uh, supportive. And I think, too, with the – you know, our attendance zone is kind of small uh, with those parameters around it. So it just goes from Preston to uh, Ridge, which will mm-hmm. cut up through, uh, I don't know what that uh, county road is, uh, and then north of 380. So mm. it's a, it's kind of a relatively small attendance zone. Yeah. And with only 1,500 kids starting out, hmm. uh, we have a great opportunity to kind of get that small town feel. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. In our school. So I think that's one of the things that mm. uh, those communities that are, kind of circling around Walnut Grove. I think that's what they're wanting. Yeah, is for to get sure. that small town feel back and kind of get out of the – because at Rock Hill, we had 3,000 fewer kids. Wow. It was almost 4,000. I know. You know, so that I think it's a- tough, uh, you know, when you get those numbers. And so mm-hmm. I think that's probably one of the biggest things that the parents were seeing is like, hey, 
you know, our kids are going to have a more individualized education and we can kind of build that community, hmm. you know, around that school. And I For think sure. really looking forward to that. Yeah, that's a great segue kind of in the next question I wanted to ask you, which is just, you know, how are you and how is the school planning to involve the community and parents in, in what's going on at the school, right? Yeah, so, I mean, we have lots of opportunities. So even just starting out now, I mean, we've started doing, like I do a monthly coffee with the principal meeting and yesterday we did a PTO meeting and, uh, you know, one of the neat things is always, you know, last, last night we introduced Coach Allison as our football coach, and there's a meet mm. the coach night. And so every time somebody comes on board, you know, that's what I told the parents is that they're going to reach out and they're going to want to do like a meet the whatever yeah. uh, night. And so that's a, a really cool thing to do. And then uh, March 30th, we're going to have a social for our kids at the stadium mm. where they can come out and just kind of hang out, have a movie awesome. going, and uh, some bounce houses and stuff like that. Very and then cool. As we get kind of closer to the beginning of the year, like every grade level will have – uh, an orientation, but we're wanting our parents to come with our students so that they can do a tour of the campus and we're going to have yeah. uh, like a little scavenger hunt that they can work on together to see the different spots of the school. Uh, so just kind of neat things like that. And then, of course, we're going to have our big ribbon cutting. Uh, mm-hmm. I think more so the district wants to do like a dedication because okay. one of the things that really worked out for us at Rock Hill and it, you know, we didn't do a traditional ribbon cutting because of COVID. Right. Yeah. Because at that time you can only have certain gatherings. And then, Jeez. so we were waiting because we wanted to do something real big. Uh, so we did it in November. Mm. And then, which really worked out because we were able to do the fireworks in the school and then had it out in front of the school and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to push our uh, ribbon cutting, our dedication back probably to October, November ish, so that we can do something more along those lines. And plus, we can have all of our student groups involved, like our band, our drill team, our cheerleaders. You know, all those groups will have time sure. to practice. Sure, get up to speed a little bit. Yeah. Or, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so they can all be involved with it as well. And then we're planning a, a really big uh, – we had to top Rock Hill, so we had to plan a really <laughs> big uh, event, you know, to kind of dedicate that school. Absolutely. No, that's cool. So you've hired, I understand, a new head football coach, mm-hmm. and I believe you have a new band director too. Is we that do. right? Yeah, yeah. Where is what's where is he coming from? So uh, Tanner Smith will be coming from Frisco Wakeland. Okay. Uh, and so oh, nice. wow, that's a great band program. Oh yeah, so. for sure. So they're one. Of, he is one of the top band directors really in the country. Wow. Uh, yeah, he's that's on probably awesome. the short list of, you know, I would say even in the top five. Wow. Uh, just with his credentials and his. Um, that's exciting. Things that he's been able to do at Wakeland, that's and he's. Amazing. Very young, you know, so, I mean, he's a rock star. So he's been a band director, I think, from his mid-20s. He started that program at Wakeland, so he's been there for about wow. 10 years. Uh, so we really lucked out because his wife is a teacher in the <laughs> district, so she's at Winsong, and uh, oh, they live, nice. uh, you know, in our community. And so uh, he said when he interviewed with us, he said, this school has been circled, you know, on my calendar for wow. two years. And so mm. I've been preparing for this for two years because this is what I really want to be at. Uh, so just a phenomenal guy. I mean, like I said, lots of energy, uh, just just knows his stuff. I mean, I think that band program is going to skyrocket pretty quickly uh, with wow. him at the helm. Well, we've That's been pretty exciting. fortunate. Again, I know the Rock Hill Band this year mm-hmm. had a phenomenal program. Mm-hmm. They sounded amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the Prosper Band, we get to see them, you know, every week yeah. for all the bands. And I know I'm excited to see the uh, the Wildcats coming oh, yeah. down to the stadium and yeah. doing what they do. So, yeah. you know, as that a band dad, so right, I mean, all yeah. my boys were involved in – music and theater so uh, and sports so yeah. we have a special affinity for that and yeah. we're excited to see the band it coming really out is there. It's going to be cool to see some wildcats running out of a tunnel in the booth. Oh yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's going to be so awesome <laughs> to see, man. Absolutely. That's going to be super exciting. No, I yeah. love what do you it. Got? I love it. So, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about your family. You, you guys live here in Prosper, yeah. right? Your wife teaches in the district as well. Yeah. 
and you got three great kids. You know what? Uh, what's going on with the uh, with the Toth family these days? Yeah. So my wife, she's a second grade teacher at Boyer Elementary. Uh, you know, so she's been there since they opened. So she was able to open uh, that school, which is awesome. a good thing because she opened one in Wiley while we were there as well. Okay, you know, awesome. So she's a phenomenal teacher, uh, teaches second grade. Uh, she's actually got her administrative uh, certification now, so she's thinking about getting into oh, that. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, she's just decided uh, she wanted to go back to school. She got her master's and and, wow. and wants to do that, you know, so that she can impact kids in that way too. Uh, That's awesome. And then our three kiddos. So we've got uh, two that are at Boyer with her. So Ty's our youngest. So he's in third grade. Madden's in fifth. Uh, so she'll go to Rogers next year. And then Camden is our oldest, and she's a freshman. She's at Rocky. Oh, wow. Uh, she's on the cheer okay. team. So she's excited about going to Walnut Grove, too. And so it's oh, funny. Oh, awesome. Uh, whenever they decided to push the school up a year, uh, she just told me, she said, Dad, I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm going to go there because all my friends are going to be there. <laughs> and I was like, hey, fair enough. Yeah. Because they all went to Rogers together. And uh, wow. that's where she wanted to go. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so well, that, excited that's incredible. That. That'll be good. And I know that, again, our cheer programs are all spectacular. So, oh, you yeah. know, uh, kids get such a great experience in this district, you know. Yeah. And really, it's been yeah. that way. I've been here over 20 years. And, you know, our kids got to have the great ex- – whatever level we were at, it seemed like they really got – Yeah. You know, a lot of attention, and and you know, I know, you know, kids walking around the halls, you know, names here and there, mm-hmm. which is great. And uh, Dr. Ferguson, and and before her, Dr. Watkins. You know, that's really oh, yeah. a cool thing, and kids remember that. You know, oh, yeah, we hear yeah, him at the absolutely. board meetings talk about absolutely how people know them as and teachers as well, yeah. right? You know, it yeah, it's absolutely. just really a special place. Absolutely, I think. yeah, sure, super cool, super cool. Um, you know. Our kids have a diverse range of abilities out there. You know, I know one of the things we talk about is, you know, kids with with special abilities, special challenges, let's say, you know, uh, how do we involve them in some of the day-to-day activities that we do at our schools, if I can ask that? Yeah, so, um, you know, we have a, uh, you know, they're in our centralized programs, and so we involved, to us, a student's no different from any other student, right, no matter what their abilities are, and so... Uh, you know, we did a, I know at both high schools at Prosper High and at Rock Hill, uh, you know, involving all of our students in everything. Uh, yeah. So we don't um, exclude them or, or anything like that, uh, regardless of what their, what their abilities are. Uh, uh, and our special ed department with Dr. Hickey just mm-hmm. does such a phenomenal job leading the way in that. Yeah. Uh, and our teachers are phenomenal. You know, they just look for opportunities and and one of the cool things about, and I've seen it at both high schools, is that, you know, our students that are in general education or students in special education are always working together. You know, we have our Partners PE program, and yeah. I know Coach Stanton does that at Rock Hill and just does a phenomenal job with it. Mm. Um, you know, and I think we had probably about 30 kids uh, in that uh, this year. And you go in there, and if, you, if you're if you having a bad day, you go in there and you see mm. them uh, working together and, and doing their thing. I mean, it's just awesome to see. So, um, like I said, I mean, uh, you know, they started a cheer abilities program at Rock Hill. I think that's something that um, I think they do the same thing at Prosper. I'm not sure, but I know that we did it the last two years. And so they perform at some of our basketball Mm -hmm. games. And and I know they were out there at the football game this year. And, you know, I mean, just uh, we have send-offs for when they go to Special Olympics. And, you know, just like I said, just making it a great place, like I said, for all of our kids. Awesome. uh, Regardless of what their challenges Mm. might be. That's super cool. That's amazing. 
I love that. And I've had a chance to work with, um, you know, in the in the on the engineering side and some of those robotics mm -hmm. students working on. We have a solar car program. We, you know, some really high tech stuff going on. I mean, I walked into the engineering space, <laughs> and I mean, it looks like a, a design lab. You know, it's state of the art. We do. You know, mini. talk about some of that that's coming to, to Walnut Grove as well with 3D printers, et cetera. I mean, oh, yeah. it's state of the art. Yeah, so that's a neat feature, too, at Walnut Grove is we're doing a construction science uh, oh, wow. class Ooh, interesting. now. And so and the, the goal is for them to do some large-scale projects, construction projects. Hmm. And so, you know, just with all the home builders and the construction that goes on oh, around yeah. Prosper, kind of tap into that and kind of get some of them out, uh, you know, to teach our kids or even have our kids go out wow. to some of those job sites and kind of learn some training uh, from there. So that'll be really neat. I think you're going to awesome. see a lot of things to come out of that. And then, you know, of course we have the engineering programs and uh, solar car. I don't know if they're going to have just the, if we might have two solar cars where wow. you've got one at uh, maybe it houses out of Rock Hill and another one that may be shared between PHS and Walnut Grove. For sure. So, uh, you know, I'm sure Mr. Hankey and the, the CTE team will figure something out on that. But uh, I know mm -hmm. at, at uh, Rock Hill, that's where everybody kind of centralized from both mm -hmm. high schools. And I want to yeah. say we had over 100 kids that would come there every evening uh, to work on that solar car, or even just anything that's, that's so in there. Cool. And the robotics team, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. both schools have robotics teams, so there's no doubt that we're going to have one at Walnut Some Grove. future and Boston Dynamics employees getting, oh, I know. getting taught <laughs> up, yeah. man. That's crazy. No. We'll bring people out to tour the, the school, and, you know, that's one of the things that they'll look at. And you talk about 3D printers. I mean, they're sitting there saying, well, I've got to do fundraising for one 3D printers. And, I mean, and we hand them out like they're nothing. You know, uh, I know Mr. E and uh, Mr. Kazar at Rock Hill, I know they had, I think, three in each of their classrooms, and then Mr. Berlin wow. had two or three. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And then we have a makerspace that's in the library, and it had a couple in there. And so you show people that, and they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe y'all have all of this. Uh, you know, and, and like I said, they, they go back, and they're like, in our district, we have to fight just to get one. Right. You know, and here we are, our kids have in every class. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, in those classrooms that they're going to use them, like they have access to that, you know? So, wow. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. You know, like my son, Ty, that's his thing. Like he loves Legos and, you know, tinkering with things and For just sure. the technology side of it. And I remember uh, when we toured Rock Hill and I was showing him some of those uh, and I was with my freshman daughter at the time. She was an eighth grader, going to be a freshman. And so we did the walk your schedule. And so I'm showing yep some of the different spaces and stuff like that. I took him to the robotics room and took him to Mr. Berliner's room and stuff like that. And I remember him just telling Cam to my oldest, he was like, you are so lucky that you get to go to school here. You get to have all of these, uh, you know, all the uh, robotics and stuff like that. She goes, he was like, I can't wait till I get to high school. And that's, you know, I mean, like, he's just blown away by it. So, I mean, yeah. that's just the thing is there's so many different opportunities. Like if you're a sports kid, mm. you're going to have state-of-the-art facilities with sports. I mean, if you're – an art student mm -hmm. or in fine arts, I mean, obviously you're going to have opportunities and in, in play in sure. a state-of-the-art auditorium uh, that that we have to fight people off because <laughs> they'll come in and they'll say, hey, I want to rent out your auditorium for this, that, or the other. And we're like, no, we don't do that. You know, that's, yeah. all, that's for our kids. Um, mm. And so, you know, you have that opportunity. And then, you know, if you're in theater, you get to perform there. Uh, and then if you're in, like, the STEAM program, if you're engineering or robotics, you have all those opportunities. Even health science, they have a makeshift, uh, like, an emergency room set up where you really? have, like, live, you know, not obviously live, but you have, like, <laughs> live-like, uh, yeah. you know, uh, dummies that you can practice on and learn wow. from and stuff like that. And, like I said, we tour families, and they just can't believe it. 
just the it is unreal. Yeah. Well, and in, in that same vein, you know, I know that uh, the children's health people who mm-hmm. you know sponsor our stadium and have a a pretty big role in our student trainer programs, et cetera. You know, player safety is such a huge concern for parents anymore, yeah. obviously. And you know, when you play a sport like football, soccer, baseball, volleyball, even I mean, yeah. they, you know, there's a lot of yeah. injury potential out yeah. there, but uh, you know, we seem to be on the forefront of, of keeping our players as healthy as possible yeah. and helping them recover mm-hmm. from injuries. And, you know, how has Children's Health been able to integrate with the Prosper ISD so seamlessly, it seems? Oh, my seems? gosh. I mean, they've been phenomenal. And I even have personal experience from that with my daughter. So she had a concussion not too long ago. Mm. And the trainer looked at her and said, hey, yeah, you need to go to Children's Health to get it looked at. Mm. So we called them or immediately, and they got us in and – just did a phenomenal job getting her back on track and just wow. the team over there is great i mean we have an x-ray machine at the stadium uh you know wow. that if a kid gets hurt whatever they can immediately go get looked at and see hey is this really something that we need to wow. send wow. to the hospital for or is it going to be something that we can just bandage up right now and and you know do it that way so i mean they've been great and even mental health i mean i think that's mm-hmm. a lot of times people don't uh um you know see what they do on the mental health side of it too, but we have a partnership with Children's Health there where, you know, we'll have kids that are coming into the counselor's office and they're saying, hey, I need to talk to somebody or need to do this. And, you know, obviously we'll reach out to the parents and make sure it's all right. But we have a licensed uh, therapist right there that they can go into a room with and do a, a, uh, like a teledoc uh, session with. Oh, that's amazing. Kids that can come in and set up um, basically either weekly or however however often to speak to that person uh, and get help right then. So, I don't know of any other high school that has that kind of partnership yeah. group. No, uh, I mean that's invaluable. Like that's I amazing, know, right? You know, I mean, and it's and that's such us. a huge issue For today. Sure. You know, yeah. and there's so much yeah. pressure on kids. Yeah. Heck, we just just talk about the pressure of getting into college. Well, yeah. heck, you know, that seems almost mundane yeah. <laughs> compared to the social media pressures yes. and you know the, yeah. oh, the yeah. just living life in, in today's world. The pressures of that. So, you know, being able to offer services yeah. to kids. You know, and a non-judgmental. Hey, yeah. this. You know, come talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's amazing. amazing. Oh, absolutely, that's absolutely. So cool. You know, and they send us a report every month about you know how frequent kids are using it and what's the usage of it. You know, not just at our school but throughout the district. For sure. It's, I mean, they use it. You know, they use it quite a bit. That's uh, good. You know, wow. which is awesome. You know that our, that our it kids is. and our parents are take, taking advantage of that. And I'm sure our you know sure. our emphasis on you know the Hope Squad and our and our Wednesday. You know, focus on mental health is really yeah. probably kind of making it less of a stigma type of it thing is. for kids, yeah. right? They're recognizing if you see a kid that has, you know, something going on, you know, talk to him. Let's yeah. let's let's get it out yeah. there. So no, that's kudos to our district again, kind of leading the charge on some of those things that a lot of exactly. seems like a lot of districts haven't gotten on board with that yet. No, and I think it's just like you said, I think it makes it to where it's not as scary and not as stigmatizing on our kids to reach out and ask somebody for help. And that's one of the things when we send surveys out to our kids, they always want more help and more resources on some of the mental things that they're going through, you know, and and the biggest thing is anxiety and depression. Mm. You know, they compare themselves to everybody because of what they see on social media, you know, think they got to be everything to everybody. And it's just not like it was whenever we were growing up because you didn't have all that stuff. I mean, you just had like your little circle of wherever you're at. And now it's like you're comparing yourself to somebody in, in, in another country. You know, yeah, like, exactly. I should be like that person. Well, no, not really. I mean, like, <laughs> people aren't going to put bad stuff, 
you know, about themselves out right. there in public. Exactly. You know, and, our, and our kids don't see that. They just see the great things and the stuff that are, is cool that they yeah. might do one time. And, right. And exactly. so our kids are like, well, that's their everyday life. And, right. You know, it's hard. It's hard to separate yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. fiction from reality, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's it's so different. So I think anything that we can do to help our kids, you know, understand that, hey, you know, it's okay to be a normal kid, you know, and just have fun and, and be a kid and, <sighs> Yeah, you know, for when sure. You get older, we know that you know that the stresses of life kind of amp up a little bit. So it's there's no reason why an 18 year old and, be, and below has to deal with stuff like that. Sure, no, absolutely, yeah, exactly, absolutely. Um, do we do you find the, you know, colleges? I know the college recruiters are out there and and college counselors, whatever, looking to recruit students to their particular university. You know, how do they view Prosper when they come and see? You know our college fairs and things like that. Oh man, sure. they just love our kids. I mean, they. I know. Uh, just speaking from Rock Hill, we would have so Thursday was kind of like our college days, and okay. every Thursday we'd have college recruiters that were out there setting up tables with our kids. And I always talk to them. They're like, "Oh, we love y'all's kids. Those kids are awesome." Uh, mm-hmm. When they come up to our school, and even our kids will say that when they come back of how much more prepared they were for college because of what they did in high school. You know, and yeah. I've heard that from both uh, high schools. Um, and so I think it's attractive to, to them. They just try to draw our kids out. And, you know, of course, you go to the college fair night, and, I mean, every college is there. Oh, know, yeah. They're trying to get, their, <laughs> get our kids to go to the Trying to get them. Uh, and, and they make, you know, make it accessible. I know, like, a lot of our kids go to Arkansas or, or Oklahoma yep. State, and they give them big discounts on tuition. Sure, for sure. Know, just to try to lure them there, uh, you know, because they really want our kids to be there. Well, and, you know, Absolutely. I think Prosper is so, you know, centered geographically in an area where, you know, going to Texas Tech or Arkansas or Oklahoma or Texas, mm-hmm. even A&M. I mean, yeah. you know, we're four hours from basically some of the best universities in the country. Absolutely. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So why not, you yeah. know, look at all your options? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And we'll have a lot of kids that even go beyond that. I Ivy League schools. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, it's just really neat to see, uh, especially at the end of the year, our, where our seniors are headed. Uh, you know, mm. And I don't know the statistics of it, and I probably should, but the percentage of our kids that go to four-year universities right out of high school sure. are very, very high compared to the schools that are surrounding us. Uh, well, we started so, an ROTC program mm-hmm. now in, in the ISD. Do we have a pretty fair number of kids that go off to the military as well? Well, since this is our first – I mean, we've had – Four, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think that's going to yep. go up since we have the ROTC program now. Uh, there's, yeah. uh, man, they were over, I think over a hundred kids in that program. Oh, super! And I think they were only anticipating maybe awesome. sixty or so uh, when we first started it. So, Sergeant Wade, he's the, and Sergeant Sawji, but Sergeant Wade is kind of the lead of that, and he came from I think an Arlington ISD school mm-hmm. that had an ROTC program, mm-hmm. and so that was kind of his what his expectations were, and he said, he's like, man, I can't believe that they're this good. And they're winning competitions already. Oh, that's you know, cool. In a that's first-year awesome. program, you know, which is unheard of. So, um, so unreal. yeah, I think, you know, we'll have more kids. And, and I go in there and I visit those rooms. And that's what they want to do. I mean, that's their thing. They want to be sure. involved in the Army or the military. And, For sure. Or, and go serve. And, uh, you know, it's just a great preparation for them. And I think uh, Prosper High was looking at trying to get the Air Force uh, for there. I know next year uh, I think the plan is for us to only have the ROTC at Rock Hill. So, if you want to be in it at Prosper High or, or Walnut Grove, then mm-hmm. you would, uh, you know, be bused there for that gotcha. class. Uh, okay. But I think plans are in the future to kind of expand that to some of the other branches of the military. No, that's cool. And then that's I, awesome. You know, again, I, I, 
the the culinary arts programs I think oh, in yeah. our school are again they don't get a lot of recognition so on much. things like this but I know you know we have a barbecue team that's a whole separate conversation yeah. but <laughs> you know I've known that the uh, culinary arts program they've done events for the school I mean it's yeah. a really tremendous program yeah absolutely um, and I know at um, so Walnut Grove will be a little different it'll have a more of a fine dining it'll have kind of two separate oh, wow. culinaries so they'll have like a they have the restaurant like what you see at Rock Hill but then you also have a pastry shop too oh my uh, so it's a nice. little different you know than, than there and uh, yeah. I had a student uh, our first year at Rock Hill so we only had three advanced kids in the culinary program hmm. when hmm. we started and one of them got a full ride to a culinary school in New York. Wow. You know, because wow. of her experience working in that restaurant at Rock Hill. And I know talking to her when she comes back, she always says just how much ahead of everybody else she was when she got to that school. Hmm. Uh, you know, Prepared for yeah, that's the huge. challenges yeah. of that. Yeah, and that's I had so another big. one out of that same group. So there was, like I said, there was three of them. Another one went to Collin College because uh, they have a big culinary sure. department. And so yeah. she said the same thing. Absolutely. What we use at or what we used at Rock Hill is nothing. You know, I mean, that's what I use now is nothing compared to what we had at Rock Hill. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, that's so awesome. I'm excited that's to cool. see. So the uh, restaurant at Walnut Grove is kind of Dr. Fer- Ferguson's baby. You know, she's kind of yep. been uh, kind of at the lead of the design of it and the you know kind of what furniture is going to go there and the layout and stuff oh, like that. Nice. So she really wants that to be a special place. Uh, that's so for exciting. That's, that's super awesome. Cool. Well, hey, that's um. Fun. Just to kind of round us out, I want to ask you at least one more question here, and that's just simply like, what's your favorite part about doing what it is that you do, being a principal and opening up two new schools at this point, right? What have you gotten out of it, and what's been your favorite part about it? Man, uh, my favorite part about just being a high school principal in general is going to the events. I love going to our kids' events, if it's a concert that they're putting on, a play that they're putting on. Uh, going and seeing them in action, like we talk about the clone, like eating at the restaurant. Uh, and then obviously the big games, you know. Yeah, yeah of course. In high school and college. And so, uh, man, I love it whenever we have a big game at night. That's exciting. Well, we got one tomorrow, I think, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. Rock Hill probably. Yeah, that's gonna be a, yeah that'll be an interesting one. That'll right? be a big no, one. I didn't Basketball. get to go to the yeah. first matchup, the one they had at Rock Hill. Yeah. I was out of town, but. Um, you know, I know Rock Hill came out on top of that one. Sure, yeah. And yeah. I'm sure they're looking to sweep the series here yeah. tomorrow night. Yeah, but it was close. I mean, both boys and girls. So the girls, uh, you know, the Rock Hill girls came out and had, I think it was like a 17 to 1 or 2 lead. And then Frostburg wow. High came back and tied it up. And then Rock Hill would go in front again and Rock, and then Frostburg would come back. Wow. And so that mm. was kind of a, uh, it was just so cool to see, you know, both teams competing. And then especially like with Absolutely. the high girls, man, they just weren't giving up. They just kept going. Uh, and it came down to the very end <laughs> of that one. And then even like the Rock Hill and the, uh, the Prosper High boys, uh, they were kind of a back and forth. And you can just tell, man, they just – and it's the, I That's think so the exciting. cool thing about the two schools is that, you know, it's never been like uh, just a real heated, heated rivalry. Sure. You know, I think when we played each other in football, that was the first time that we Mm -hmm. really had played. And you had the volleyball game too, but, but, um, uh, you know, I think they were kind of both more at the same time. And so I think just that being the first one, there was kind of more tension there in that one. But kind of ever since then, it's just kind of been like, let's go play each other. I know the soccer teams played each other. I know the girls did. I don't know if the boys did last night. I think uh, they both did last night. Yeah, they had. And so I think – you know, just it's kind of just like, hey, let's go play them, and 
we're going to play hard during the game, but then at the end of the day, you know, we're still going to be together because we're exactly. And that's awesome, and, right? You know, we're, you'll see both kids at both schools supporting each other, and, yeah. you know, you'll see Rock Hill kids at Prosper High games. And yeah, a lot of these kids oh, have played good. sports yeah, together over the years sure. and Prosper youth sports, yeah. whatever, and now they're exactly. in separate high schools, but still they're they're friends. Yeah, and even like with <clears throat> Walnut Grove, like we're pulling kids from both high schools mm-hmm. that are coming together to one, and we've had a couple of times where our seniors have gotten together and they sit with each other and they talk to each other like they're best friends. I mean, it's just really cool to see that's how they so interact. Awesome. Cause I think that's a testament to just the small town feel of, of what we are in Prosper. Sure. We might have 25,000 kids, oh, yeah. but in some way or another, they are all still connected and want to be a part of each other. And I think that just goes in that philosophy that we have. At, we have and, I, and I think a big part of that is that's that, amazing. you know, we have a consistent educational philosophy amongst all those. It's not a – separate little fiefdoms of we do it our way we do it yeah. the rock hill way the prosper yeah, yeah. I, the water grove way it is definitely a one team you know one dream type of thing so for sure that's for cool. sure love it all righty well, well man we can't thank you enough for coming out yeah. today and no, chatting with us a little awesome bit and giving sure. us a little shedding a little light on the brand new high school we're yeah. excited to be a part of the whole opening festivities yeah. and you know we're only a stone's throw exactly. we live right around the corner from there okay. so we can't wait to see it all awesome. come together and yeah do a couple of meet the wildcat nights Absolutely. and things like that. So <laughs> yeah. that'll be amazing. Yeah. yeah, we'll get it going. Love yeah, it. Well, again, awesome, you've uh, been great. This is Dustin Tote, the principal of the brand new Walnut Grove High School. Yep. I am Eric, the voice Manto, and this is Louis Manto. We appreciate y'all for being here today. And this has been Life in North Dallas. Yeah.